0: Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mary B. Welcome to the Happiest, happiest Girls Podcast. Podcast. Episodes will drop every Monday morning and each week we'll be tackling a new topic chatting about motherhood, singlehood, health, wellness, and everything in between.
1: Tune in each week as we discuss what it means to be the happiest girl. Hey Kate. Hey Mary
0: How's it going today? It's going
1: well. I feel like I'm having deja vu because we were literally just here. We were just here a few days ago, but I don't know about you, but I have had a full transformation. Are you feeling so 22? Last talk, I want, yeah, I'm feeling 22 because I went to the Taylor Swift concert the night before last, and I am now different. Do I sound different? Yeah, you, you sound different. You look different. Your energy is different. Your aura is different. Thanks. It was pretty transformative to say the least. To everyone who, you know, maybe listened to last week's podcast, I did end up getting Taylor Swift concerts. I did not end up getting them for face value. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am now poor. Yeah,
0: Tommy was like, maybe he spent all her money.
1: Did he say that? He
0: didn't say how much, though. It was about a grand. <gasps> which. <gasps> <laughs> stop it was worth it no that's fine I mean that's something you really wanted and you went on that way like you might as well like what were you not gonna no we were
1: gonna went go all that to... way so you might as well we <laughs> we gave everything everything to getting trying to get them cheaper and so much so that we bought the tickets 20 minutes before she was set to go on mm-hmm. so we really put our all into it and we weren't just going to be standing outside of the stadium and not go in. So made a last minute purchase and I have no regrets. And then we had about the worst seats in the house. And I just want to say to everyone. I think anyone, you had the worst seats. Yeah, oh, I mean they were pretty good. I mean they were behind they were like the obstructed behind the stage. But anyone listening who is thinking about, oh, I don't want I don't want the behind the stage obstructed, just do it. I mean they were it, we still had a ton of fun. I can't even tell you how close we were. Elena was about to push the button to get us the four ones, but they were like twenty five hundred. Mm. And that's before fees. So again, anyone who's trying to do last minute tickets like we are, in your budget calculation, don't forget about fees mm. because they, when I'm a good, ticket yeah. is that expensive, they really pile on. So if we had gotten like the $2,000 tickets, we probably would have ended up actually spending like $2,500. Like that's how many fee, how much fee the fees were.
0: $2,500 is a lot more life altering than 1000 mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Elena and I have just decided that this is no spend summer. So, I... Yeah, really, like, you're about to go
0: to Michigan and, like, really not spend anything. That's what we were
1: saying. We're going to go to Michigan to our family's place. And so, I won't be spending any be money. Stay-at-home daughter. Stay-at-home daughter. <laughs> what, do you, hey, what do you do for a living? I'm a stay-at-home daughter. <laughs> and I like it that way. So that's my future in the next few weeks. I have three and a half weeks of being a stay-at-home daughter. So I should be able to get back between that and I have one dinner planned for the rest of the month and I'm going to keep it that way. No Mm -hmm. more going out to dinner this month or even July, maybe I'll allow myself one because I'm in a separate club that I love. So I'm going to go to a separate club. Yeah, that's important. That's like friend time. Yeah, That's, that's different.
0: That's like quality time.
1: But I'm going to take this as an opportunity to exercise my ability to say no to mm. things, which is hard. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone can relate to this, but when people invite me to things, I want to go. I want to say yes, but I can't I can't be doing that now that I have sold my soul to Taylor Swift. It's yeah. not even to Taylor Swift, though. It's to the reseller. So I hope that they needed that $1,000 that also, they just got.
0: I know that we've talked about this in the past, and... You know, I had, like, a little a bit of an Uber Eats addiction. Mm-hmm. You know how, like, we did, like, a couple baboos mm-hmm. where, like, we tried to, like, narrow it down. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to do a quick comparison because I've been pretty proud of myself because i really limited Ooh. myself. Okay, so let's do a, a quick running tab here from April. which I can't even remember when I started doing it. What should I do? Do you think I should do March? Okay, let's do April. Okay. I, I ordered, let's see, um, one, two, three, four. 11, total, 13, 14, 15, 16. 17 times I ordered Uber Eats. Which really is not bad, okay. Seventeen times Is it that? Is it not? Seventeen times Uber Eats. Okay, does does Starbucks count as an Uber Eats order? Okay.
1: Yeah, if it's if you got it
0: delivered, then it counts. Okay, Okay. So okay, so 17 times, okay. In May, in Two of the times in May was Starbucks ordered, okay? Which I feel like shouldn't count, but whatever. One, two.
1: Three, if there's three, a delivery five, fee accounts. Five.
0: Six times in May. I feel like that's pretty good. And two of them were just a coffee.
1: That's almost and, once a week, so that's great. And that
0: was work, at
1: work. So that doesn't count.
0: If you're at work, it doesn't listen, count. Listen. I'm patting myself on the back.
1: High five. Yes, she's a rich bitch. She's a rich bitch. So yeah, um, I can't even think to afford Uber De- Uber, eats. Uber Eats now. <laughs> Delete the app, and I—they're already deleted. <laughs> they
0: are already deleted. <laughs> Listen, dictator is around. She's she
1: is available to be babysat. Yeah, I need that babysat money. Oh, speaking of the—and here's the thing too. It's not like I don't have the money. Like I'm very good at saving my money. <gasps> oh. She said she loves the steak. I made steak last night and I got oh gosh, she eats better than I do. Because the
0: the babysitter I told me she was like she was like dictator does not eat with the other. She like shame she didn't shame me, but she was basically like, You gotta feed her like better
1: <laughs> Oh my gosh, really? Not, like, that, done she done was like she well. was
0: like feed her more like what you eat. And so she was like, the other kids, like, they eat salmon and, like, avocado, da, 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 da. And I hey, was like, don't don't get caught clean. up in that rat
1: race. So <laughs> meatballs and frozen veggies are just fine. But so, and so,
0: like, I made myself, like, steak and broccoli and mushrooms last night. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to, like, cut her up, like, an extra slice. Like, she doesn't eat that much. It's mm-hmm. like, I just took, like, an extra slice mm-hmm. of steak and, like, a couple extra, like, florets of broccoli and just, like, cut them up and she's... She just sent me a picture and said she's
1: loving it. Mm -hmm. Okay, she does. She loves. She loves like savory. She loves meat. Savory stuff.
0: Like she is a meat girl. Like she loves meatballs. She loves burgers. Like she loves, loves that stuff. But Um, okay, anyway, got off on a tangent. (laughs) Anyway, so
1: I am also for any other Taylor Swift ticket people trying to get them. Elena and I are now convinced that the Ticketmaster drops are fake news because. Well, I will back up and say there were Ticketmaster jobs, but we would get in right away. I was, I had, the, I was doing the things that they say on TikTok: download the auto refresh extension, be sure you're ready. I was doing all of that. Oh, like Elena had her Twitter things on for people would tweet when it's up. We would get in immediately and we would wait for thirty minutes in the queue and then get kicked out. I think that bots are still getting those tickets. Yeah, because if they know everybody's gonna do it, right, are still gonna. Yes. So I think that they do drop them, but I still think it's pretty impossible to get. So if anyone is out here trying to do that, I mean, I wish you luck, but I wouldn't put all of your eggs in that basket. So, I mean, it was emotional at the end there because I had bought some slightly, slightly cheaper tickets for around the same place. And We got sort of scammed in those, but I was able to get all my money back because I did them through SeatGeek. And if the ticket provider is unable to get your tickets through SeatGeek, they just automatically refund you. That's good. So that worked out totally fine. But, um, you know, I did then, you know, last minute have a bit of a freak out because we missed her walk coming out because of that. And I'm not gonna lie and say I didn't start crying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well tensions were we're gonna tensions are so high. high. It was a stress cry. Here's the scene. Here's the scene. I'm out. Elena and I are outside of where you scan your tickets. I'm talking to them. I'm like, I got I got these here. It shows that it's a confirmed purchase. And I'm on the phone with SeatGeek. She's like, "We'll refund you, but like, I can't guarantee you that I'll I can get you tickets right now." I, I pulled trick on another pair of tickets. I'm like crying. We're hearing because we know she plays applause right before she's going out. Lady Gaga is here for the applause. It's just mm. sounding out. And to our left, there's hordes of people just sitting in the grass because a ton of people just go and sit outside the stadium. Yeah. So like tensions are running really really high. All of a sudden, I get the confirmation email. We've got the tickets. And we run in. And I have to say, it was sort of a core memory because we run in and she, we hear her. She starts with the Lover Era and she starts playing that song. It's like The Man, which it's not on any of my playlists, but it's like, if I was the man... I'll be the man. It's like a moment. It's like basically she's commenting on how people tend to, on how she suffers from misogyny in the music industry and like men get away with all these things that she could never get away with. Right. Which is so fair and so real. And I really do like that song because I do think that it's so real, those double standards. Of course. And so we're running in and I just, it was a magical moment because we got in, we're like running and we're singing the song. But like, on accident, we entered into on the wrong side of the stadium. So we had to run all the way around the stadium to get to our seats. But what was fun is every time we would stop by a little tunnel, mm-hmm. we would go in. So we got to see the concert from every angle oh, there before go. getting to our seats. So it was fun. Happy accidents. Yeah, Happy it, was, accidents. it was really fun. We got to FaceTime Tommy in during uh, the Fearless era, which is you know one of his favorites and one of my favorites. It was mm-hmm. just really magical. Like I think... Oh, we actually made a voice memo after the concert. <laughs> Should I play it? Yes. Did Elena cry too? And you didn't get. It? We both cried a few times during the concert. <laughs> I'm telling you, like everybody is like, "Oh, you're crazy!" Like I'm not a crazy Swifty. I really am not. But there's something about, and I talk about it in the voice memo about we both started listening to her when we were like 10. So, which with each of her eras, I don't think I would have gone to like her Midnight's tour flat. I don't think I would have done that, but because it's the Eras tour, it takes you through. You know how music can take you back to yeah, a certain sure. time. It takes you through certain core memories you have throughout your life where you were listening to Taylor Swift. At least that's how I felt because I'm really into music and I've always been a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. So, and yeah. I'm not like I wouldn't call myself a Swiftie, but mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I have a lot of emotional connection to a lot of our songs. Okay, here's what we were thinking as we were walking outside of Soldier Field. It's so a few things I want to mention on the podcast is number one, absolutely no regrets for the amount of money we spent. Also, no regrets for how hard we hustled for tickets because we really did hustle, hustle. Hard. hustle, hustle. We got scammed once, but I'm gonna get the money back. And other things it I want to of say, emotional damage that I yeah, bought. like we missed the first song because of the scammer, and I'm gonna have words with CK. Yeah, oh, like Karen's words, coming out. Karen's coming out because I want some compensation or something. Anyway, um I wanna say like I feel like some of these like reason it was so special is because I listened to those songs growing up. Like I feel like I was first introduced to Taylor Swift when I feel like I was like twelve. How old do you think we were? I know, definitely when she first came out. 12? I, I think like 10, 8 or 10. I like that. Yeah. Right. And uh, just listening to her throughout my life just brought me back to so many different versions of Heras, myself. you might say. Errors of myself. <laughs> you might say. <laughs> This is a voice no, honestly. Just like for context, we're leaving the Aerostore right now, so sorry if the audio is horrible. Just in case we are millions of Swifties around us. But that's the other thing I wanted to say is what was cool is I think one of the reasons Taylor Swift is so uh, so relatable is well, like so loved is like we are able to relate to her. Yeah. And it was cool because I think that sometimes, I talked about this a few times on the pod, sometimes it feels like you're going through your problems alone, but then you hear something like this kind of yeah. stuff, and you're like, oh my gosh, wait, all of these people at this concert relate to yeah. what I've gone through. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you feel less alone. So I feel like there was really like a, more like that. It helps me feel like the human experience is one that's like, we're all, yeah. it's so quick interject, your Charlotte Tilbury lipstick
0: is still on. Oh my god, is it working? Yeah. Alina gifted me the sharp Charlotte
1: Tilbury Hello Talk. Um, hello Talk mm. lipstick and lip liner, and I've been wanting lip liner lipstick, so, so, so she one. just like knew what I needed. Yep. Whoop, whoop. Uh Any other thoughts that you want to, I just want to say like amazing time, like no regrets. Yeah, no regrets. no regrets at all. Like literally, when am I going again? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I went on our last possible day. My friend Erin is thinking of going, like, to Philly. I'm like, do I go to Philly? I'm also no. jealous of these people who got to no. I do to go. I know. But we were too late because of, of seeking.
0: Because of Joanna the scammer. <laughs> Joanna the scammer. Not <laughs> Joanna the scammer. Joanne the scammer.
1: <laughs> literally, did it us so dirty. I know. So, are we going the right way? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Just follow me. <laughs> no, you, you guys are aware I don't want to take that. Me. me neither. I don't I'm like, is this right? Like, why are we un- So, and here we are again after we found our way. <laughs>
0: Hey, remember when I said I would be okay if I didn't wear tennis shoes and I wore my cowgirl boots? Yeah, that's what I said because
1: I was lying. lying. That's what I was She's saying, I was She's, She's back with the catchphrase. Anything else you want to say about the air? Oh, wait, yeah, let's continue. Okay. I mean, it was really good. Like, I'm telling you, if you're a Taylor Swift fan and you have been a fan since you were a kid, just go. Like, go make the memory. This is what they talk about when they're like... What should you spend your money on this? Yeah, like, <laughs> <on> is <this>? What <laughs> going to tell your kids and your grandkids this? Yeah, you'll want to tell them you went to the heiress. And, and I'm excited. You can always make more money. Yes. You can't, you know, get the heiress. The Songs were lovely. I <laughs> shed a tear during Enchanted, but that's cry- I shed a few tears throughout, and I'm so not a huge crier, but so I shed happy. some tears. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's just a little bit about how we felt directly after the concert, and I stand by everything that I said, and yeah, I really was loving that pillow talk, so we'll be seeing me out and about with that. But so, I was in my reputation era, and it was a dark lipstick, so it really fit the vibe. So it was meant to be. Wow. Anyway, yeah, time on wow, my life. such a good time. Yeah, I, I really, I know it sounds crazy because we spent so much money, but... I have no regrets. And that's how I felt the first time I saw Rihanna. I would go see Rihanna. I understand. Like, if she would ever perform again. I know. But you know
0: what? She's a mother now, so her priorities are
1: Respect. different. Also, we got Hits Different as one of our surprise songs and one from Red as well. So it was really great. Great surprise songs. And at one point, she... What am I forgetting? There was one point where she stopped singing a lyric... Um, during Karma, I think. Oh no, what was it? Oh, I have to remember. And it was like, re- basically when it was referring to Joe, she didn't sing it. it just, oh. just so much drama! So much Love drama! A petty moment. Mm. How was the dress? Dress was fantastic. I looked super hot, and I crimped my hair. And against my better judgment, I then bought a hair crimper. But it was only like twenty bucks on Amazon. So I'm gonna be in my hair crimp and mm. pillow talk era. After the air, Let's to see. love to see it. Yeah. I mean, I, I loved it. And I, again, will say no regrets. And I really highly recommend to anyone who is thinking, oh, maybe like it won't be the end of the world if I don't go. Yes, it won't be the end of the world. But if you're a Taylor Swift fan, trust me, you won't regret doing all it the things. It will be the end of your world. No, it <laughs> won't. But it, it really is worth all of the trials and tribulations and the money spent. So that's what I'll say.
0: Love it. Um, anything else to add to your last, um, 72 hours since we last spoke?
1: No, I was just there and back again. It was so great to be back in Chicago. I just love, love that city. Yeah. And I was so happy to be with Alina. love, love that gal. Hyped me up for summer. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I don't know if I did anything else. Oh, my gosh, my helicopter ride. How could I forget? Oh, yeah, your helicopter ride. I mean, between the helicopter and the Aeros tour, there's no competition. It's the Aeros tour for me. But it was really fun. It was cool to see those views of New York, and I really enjoyed myself. Um, I posted some on my Instagram, and it was really fantastic views, and that's really all I'll have to say. The funniest thing is in the waiting room, they played Spider-Man 2, so I hadn't seen that, but chills, -hmm. chills. Yeah, I like, highly recommend that movie. Is that the one with um, Tom Holland in it? No, no, no. The older oh. one. Oh. Oh, Chills, Chills, mm-hmm. Chills. It's, it's shot in New York. There's this one scene where he saves a train from crashing and then he passes out and all of the train, people on the train are like taking care of him. It's just really special. It was special. Mm. So. I'll have to refresh my memory <laughs> on that one. I mean, we were just sitting in the waiting room. There's nothing else to do. Yeah. You know, you'd think maybe they'd show us a safety video, but no, Spider-Man, mm. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. is what we were doing. You could draw draw some inspiration, I guess, if you needed to. Yeah. Maybe they were saying, if in case of emergency, try to recreate the web out of wrist. Yeah. So, thankfully, didn't need to do mm-hmm. that, but it was really beautiful. I think my favorite was going around the Statue of Liberty and then seeing the uh, skyline of New York City. Mm-hmm. It was also really cool to see Ellis Island from an aerial view, mm-hmm. red roofs, and it's very small, but lots of houses in Ellis Island. I don't think they're houses, but buildings, I guess. Yeah. But they look like sort of housing structures, yeah. so that was cool. Uh, but anyway... Yeah, that was my weekend. I had a ton of fun. Didn't really go out because I was preparing for Taylor. Yes. Of course. Well, but. yeah, you babysat for me on Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah I did. And that was lovely because you guys went on a date night, right? hmm Yeah, we didn't really do anything crazy. We just... Because Mary B was anticipating needing some
0: extra cash flow, so... And I was right. And you were right. So what did we do? Um, Spencer and I we went to go we went to Boucheret Bouchere up on the Upper East Side and then we went to dinner at Odeon and then we got massages and then we came home. Nothing too crazy. And then we went to the park on Sunday and Spencer played golf in at Somerset Hills, New Jersey, so Dictator and I just kinda of hung out until he came. And then we had some photos taken in Central Park, which is really cute. Ooh, I can't wait to see those. And just because, like, it's fun to have iconic Central Park photos to commemorate your time living in the city. Mm-hmm. And then we met up with our friends um, at the one of the playgrounds there. And then we came home. Sounds and lovely. that's
1: about yeah. it. So we had yeah. pretty much the same weekend.
0: Yeah, essentially, essentially the same exact thing.
1: Pretty usual.
0: But yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, I went for my long run. Exciting, yeah, it's coming. Moving up. right along. I know, my race is coming out. Mm-hmm. Three weeks. So exciting. So yeah, and then I'm going to. Kansas. The reason why we're recording today on a Tuesday is because I'm going to Kansas City for a wedding on Saturday, which will be fun. And so you'll have to wait for your pump Rules. Weekend. I know. I As know. I was gonna say, that's why we're not going to be able to talk to about New Jersey or VPR. Maybe I, I walk into her apartment and she goes, "I'm so confused about. I tried to start in New Jersey and I just don't understand. Like, where th- they found like all these women. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, did you start from episode one? Because if anyone's watched episode one, they're like." all family like they're literally all like sister they're family no no episode one season oh. one they're literally all like sisters and sisters-in-laws oh okay but in like if you start like this season episode one like they they really they're not and so hmm. but you you're obviously going to be confused if you try to start this season you season just like, wanted to be a part of something you yeah know? yeah you gotta tried. start you gotta start season one like there's just some like prostitution horror. like there's just so much you gotta catch up on like it runs deep. Like, Daniel Stab, like, oh, gosh, there's just so much... So God. much that
1: is happening. Something I think about, though, is, like, I always hear about powerful women, like, they... And intelligent women, they all love Bravo. So I'm just, like, trying to run in that crowd. Like, Michelle Obama, big Bravo gal. Yeah, because
0: it's, like, it's mindless, and, and when you're running your brain, like, so much... You need to be able to decompress. And also, there's a lot of deep... Like, you know, it's a deep dive into female relationships. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot a lot happening. It's like, you can't, you can't be okay with men watching football and then be against women watching Bravo. Mm, it just is 100%. Make sense. It's hypocrisy. Yeah, so I guess I could say I'm in my
1: Bravo era.
0: But, you know, we're talking about hobbies today. And I don't think that watching Bravo should be a shameful hobby.
1: No, I mean, as you said, you... Being a nurse, you have a very stressful job, and so to be able to come home and watch something that is so mindless, I call that a healthy hobby. Absolutely. And I think that
0: if it's okay for a man to create a fantasy football team, I don't understand why it's not weird. I don't understand why it'd be weird for me to be able to watch, you know, a woman flip a table, which a reference you'd understand if Mm -hmm. you watched season one.
1: Of New Jersey. And I'm very into social dynamics, so I would love to watch a show where that kind of sparks my social dynamic interests. Yeah. So, I'm super into it. So, I'll keep you guys updated as I, maybe, I will have to start from the beginning with Jersey.
0: Yeah. Hmm. And then also, once if you were to watch one like Beverly Hills, where then you get into the dynamic, like the wealth, Mm -hmm. like extreme wealth, Mm -hmm. and how that plays into relationships, friendships. Mm -hmm. and then like the power dynamic of like an older man and a younger wife and it's just a lot there's a lot that goes into it and I think it's a good learning lesson because you get to see how things kind of play out yeah so
1: all right, well, I will keep you updated on my journey with that. Please and do. And yeah, let's keep it rolling. I think we're, okay. we're really far into the episode, and we haven't really chatted much about oh, our topic today. sorry, people. Which is... Oh, but also,
0: before we go on, let's yeah. talk about next week.
1: Are we going to have a pod next week? I'm literally back for Friday for a few hours. And then you go back to Kansas mm-hmm. City? I mean, yeah, I'm around. All right. Okay, we'll do a quick pod next week. Yeah. So we will be here. Okay, yeah. let's continue. Okay, so I. This is my idea this week because I have been trying to test the waters of different hobbies. Okay. Because I do, though I do like my job, I don't find it to be nearly as rewarding as past jobs that I've had in publishing, teaching. This job serves me in other ways that those jobs did not. But what it doesn't give me really is a sense of true fulfillment at the end of the day, which I think a lot of people can relate to Mm -hmm. um, who are working in the corporate world. But I think it's also important to recognize that your job, you don't have to live to work. You can work to live. And often, I've received a lot of advice to work to live but there's different schools of thought yeah and not one is better than the other but having being in this job i am trying to this i've told my friends last year when i was doing my whole teaching era Mm -hmm. now i'm just like an era's girl in my teaching era, I think I swung my pendulum really far over into the fulfillment space where I felt so fulfilled in what I was doing every day, but I had no work-life balance. My mental health and physical health was suffering because I had no room for much of anything else than what I was doing. Yeah. And so coming back into more corporate work, my pendulum now has swung much further into great work-life balance, able to provide for myself really well Almost no stress around work, and love everyone I work with, and so I am now in my era of trying to find fulfillment outside of work. Case in point, one would be this podcast I would call Hobby. Definitely. And, you know, different workout classes, yoga. I'm trying to get more into volunteering, but no one is answering my emails, (laughs) so I promise if you're out there, and I've emailed you about volunteering, I am a good volunteer, yeah, I don't think Answer that's my your emails. fault. I think those
0: people who are getting those emails are probably <laughs> <laughs> also volunteers. Yeah. That
1: are... Yeah.
0: And I only want to go the, where there's
1: need, you know. Right. So, yeah. still trying to figure that out. But I have a lot of friends, too, who have been able to get more into hobbies. And I love watching them, supporting them. It's, I think it's just the coolest thing. And so, I wanted to chat more about this and just get the conversation going to so we can discuss some tips or the importance of and how to do find hobbies that bring you fulfillment outside work so that's my thought on this Kate what are your thoughts I definitely think that doing things that bring you
0: joy are essential to avoiding burnout and this is such a hot topic especially in the nursing world Mm. and especially in the pandemic and coming out of the pandemic where in the in the height of the pandemic when nurses were working five six seven days a week because there was such a shortage and you were literally going to work at you're waking up at 6 a.m you're going to work until 8 p.m you're going to bed you were waking up and you were going back like there were no workout classes everything was shut down you weren't seeing anyone because you couldn't you, like, you couldn't see anybody. Like, you couldn't see your friends. You couldn't see your family. You didn't mm-hmm. want to get anybody sick. You didn't want to, you know, yeah. do anything. Working You're, in a hospital setting. Yeah, you were so tired, you know. You you were you were solely relying on your coworkers as your lifeline. And even hanging outside of work was a risk. Because then if one person got sick and you hung out outside of work and you all got sick, then... You none of you can go to work, so that you can't do that. So, trying to find like little hobbies to do was was
1: like the only way you really could survive during that time. And and actually, if I can interject, sorry, I did look do some research on this, and there was a study that came out from the World Health Organization during the pandemic, trying to give people some tips on how to increase their mental health. And one of them was that finding any sort of activity or hobby that you could possibly do was a way to keep stave off depression. Definitely. So there's because, real research that backs yeah, this up. Yeah,
0: because, like, what other options you you have? You, like, sit with your thoughts. Like, that can sometimes be a, a super dark place, especially when you're going to work. And, like, I do want to have one of my nurse friends on who did work in COVID, like, on a COVID floor in... It's insane. Like, we'll put a big trigger warning on, but, like, it's insane what these nurses went through. Like, mm-hmm. and if you speak to a nurse that lived it, they will act completely normal just because, like, that's how nurses are. But it's it actually beyond what you can even comprehend the, what they went through every single day. But... And then, like, the disrespect that they faced on the outside world and, like, how people were behaving. Yeah. It was was incredibly frustrating. And... But so you have, you have to be able to find little things. And so it's not even, so we'll take it outside of, you know, (laughs) outside of the pandemic, outside of nursing, your regular day to day. Like, how do you find hobbies? How do you find little pieces of joy within your day when you come home from work? How do you find you're going through a breakup or you're having a life change? Maybe you just got laid off from your job. Maybe you're going through a friend breakup. You need to find these like little pieces of joy and like Mm -hmm. little hobbies Mm -hmm. to bring you back and Little things that I like to do. I love to needlepoint, mm-hmm. and needlepoint is something that you can easily pick up. I think. I think it's a very easy stitch. I would agree. Easy skill. You can find them on Amazon, like little kits that are like fifteen ninety nine, and they'll include everything in it for you. It can be kind of expensive to get something finished, but you don't even have to finish it if you don't want to. You yeah, can just, just put it away, it and then just like put it away. It's for the memories, and then it's just like keep keep your hands busy. And another good thing is a Kindle, which that's kind of a little pricier. But once you get it, you I think I get you get I got three months of Kindle Unlimited, so like a bunch of free books on there.
1: Mm.
0: And then I got a pop socket to like make it easier to hold. Other things, baking I really enjoy. And that can take up time that's a, another expensive one kind of because you have to buy the ingredients and stuff like that. But it's another good hobby that you can do after work if you want or on your days off if you want and just something to like keep your hands busy keep your mind busy and you can bake for your co-workers you can bake for your friends you can bake for yourself it's like that's another hobby that I really enjoy and gives me something to do with my hands and then I gotta have something delicious to eat at the end of the day mm-hmm.
1: so I'm trying to think like what other little things do I like to do well, it's interesting because your hobbies, I think just because of the nature of our professions, your hobbies are much more relaxing, more. I mean, and I do have those hobbies, but it was centered around like avoiding burnout, find, like, finding your mental health, which I think aren't different than mine, but I also. Work, I think, to find hobbies that help me feel personal fulfillment, which I feel like you find so much. Yeah, like a job. because like
0: my that my job, I feel yeah. very fulfilled. Because yeah. Of what I do, which yeah. if you're a newer listener, I am an oncology nurse. I do breast cancer chemo infusion, so I feel very fulfilled. I feel like I really am helping people mm-hmm. in my day to day. So I, I while I like, I do enjoy volunteering, yeah, but that's not necessarily like the top of my list. It's really more, like, decompressing because my job can be very sad at times Mm -hmm. also, so. Mm -hmm.
1: And I do feel like I'm helping people in my job, but it's so virtual. I think it's hard to really, like, see the real effects because uh, it's just the people that I am helping are so removed from me and what I do. Um, But that's just personal preference. Some people need that sort of of person-on-person interaction to feel fulfilled, and some people don't and can just conceptualize and understand that what they're doing is really beneficial to another person. Um, But so for me, I think that this podcast has been a huge hobby to find fulfillment for myself. And I think that if anyone is considering, I think this is also a creative thing, which I mm-hmm, think that hobbies should be, especially if you don't have a creative job, I think that having a creative hobby is really important, whether that be journaling, writing, starting a podcast, I'd love to listen, DM us your podcasts. Yeah. we'd love to, to support you. Um, I think that even reading, I mean, reading is a fantastic hobby, like you ch- chatted about, but reading all sorts of books, reading books where you can learn, reading books where you can just escape. Mm-hmm. That is really fantastic. I love being in book clubs, because that's another social thing. Yeah. And like all of these different things. And I think baking too, and giving it away. Yeah. is a really cool. I one definitely one too. think the best way to find fulfillment is like hands-on things yeah hands-on and then if you compare that to I think with helping someone else so I used to like bake and then bring them to hospice care and you can just bring I hope that you can still do this but like you can bring your baked goods into a hospice care facility and just like leave it in the family room yeah I would look pick at
0: yeah I'm I'm sure they like post their rules or if you call Mm -hmm. I know like at least where I work you can't even really bring stuff to nurses anymore, but if it's individually wrapped, I think you can yeah. just cause of COVID rules. Right. So that's what I meant. I feel like post COVID. Yeah. stuff. Yeah. And like, so you can bring stuff to firefighters, I think is another good
1: one. Yes. And we met someone who in Florida, whose uh, husband sadly passed away in nine 11. And I was telling her that I used to live right really close to a firehouse. And she was like, you should bring them donuts. Yeah. It's like, they love it. I was like, oh my gosh, do you know that
0: it. the response time in New York city for a fire the
1: fire ambulance,
0: too? Right? is five to seven minutes. I knew that. Cause he told me Yeah, it's fantastic. They're all, they are all over the place. Yeah. Because if you want like a paramedic or an EMT, they come from mm-hmm. the firehouse, which mm-hmm. is, which is
1: really what you want. Yeah. You want a paramedic. Something else that I've been trying to do too is now Trader Joe's has cards. So, well, they've had them for a while, but I try to purchase, like, one card every time I go to the grocery store and send out a letter to, like, a friend or loved one each week. Just little things that – yes, this is not necessarily – I don't know if this falls in a hobby, but in addition to serving yourself, like, giving something away really, I think, can increase, like, your your fulfillment.
0: Yeah, I think it's so – it's good to – take a second to like sit with yourself and be like what is going to bring me joy I feel like people don't do that Mm -hmm. like what is going to because I think there are things that bring you joy that probably won't bring me joy but and things that bring me joy that probably wouldn't bring you joy like I think the type of books you read that bring you joy would not bring me joy Mm
1: -hmm. just like
0: the type of tv I watch you'd be like
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay but if anyone's gonna judge you then they that's their problem i it, it really bothers me when people judge like if you watch reality tv or whatever it's like you're just doing what brings you joy and what helps you to decompress like i don't i don't think that there's any problem with anything that you do that helps you regulate your nervous system i do believe in you know everything in moderation preach on them but yeah sorry just hop into my soapbox but that is a like kind of a pet peeve of mine. Yes. Um, oh, something else that I really love. Okay, Kate. Mm. Tell me. I don't. I feel like maybe I've shared this with you already, but kind of in my mover and shaker mm. era, because I set up a beach volleyball team. Oh my goodness! And I am the captain. What's I put the team down are the money. Are ready for this? Sets on the beach. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, oh my gosh How <laughs> so it's a combination of my friends and my roommates friends and I think that we're it's going to be like the best beach volleyball team that is such a good way I think to meet people yeah and I am so excited about it so that's a fun hobby too like if you can have a group of friends go out and play sports or I have a friend who signed up and I think this does cost money but sign up for like a tennis group and you go and they pair you up with people, but also give you lessons. So that's a really fun way to meet people, too. And I think I love being active and being outside. And you don't have
0: like to be good.
1: No, you certainly do not. And I think for things like this, you can sign up for, like, whatever level you're at. So um, also, if you're really brave, you can sign up as a free agent for, like, volleyball leagues and stuff like this. And they'll put you in a team. And that's a great way to meet but, people. And- Mora did say... I know. I got them up right here. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. You go can no, get We can getting getting ahead. Transition into ahead. But no,
0: Mora, if you're listening, she did say yeah. that the best way to get to know people is to go places alone because it forces you to get out of your comfort zone. And I completely agree with that because I've talked about this before, but there is an organization in New York City called Closer where mm-hmm. you sign up and you go to a dinner by yourself and everybody there goes by themselves. No one is going there with a friend crutch. So... Everybody yeah. is going there alone. And so I think that's a really great way to just kind of force yourself to get out of your comfort zone and to meet people. Because I get that question a lot. How do I meet people in New York City? And I think the best way is to look on social media. Look on, mm-hmm.
1: look to see what's going on and that's another writing we got was instagram i found out about so many events by just following people Mm -hmm. following people's pages and just following them
0: yeah like even that pier 25 thing like the yoga like the Mm -hmm. the lemon stuff the Mm -hmm. workouts just go and say hi to people Mm -hmm. because i think you would be shocked in even moms like going to the like mommy and me classes you'd be shocked all of those moms are feeling exactly how you're feeling they're just not saying it like if you were to poll, I bet you all those moms are lonely all those moms want friends just like like all the young 20s are confused lost want friends people just I don't want to say it
1: mm-hmm. so
0: just smile say hi I'm blah 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 like how are you? Where do you live in the city? What do you do for work? I just get to get to know people and be Mm -hmm. like, Hey, like what's your Instagram? Can I follow you? And then DM them and say, it was so nice to meet you. Like if you ever want to grab a coffee, like let
1: me know. Yeah. And my friend, Maura, who we just mentioned is one of my role models for this because she has gotten really into the fashion space since graduating and has since walked in Denver fashion week been a part of fashion shoots she just shot in a commercial last week so she's really really gotten into that space by practicing these things dming people following certain pages and one of the ways that she has been what has really gotten into this space is she was at a fashion show one time and just loved the woman's clothes who had designed that line and she went up to her and said hey I love your clothes so nice to meet you and now she like models for them they're really good friends and I mean the rest is history so that's
0: literally how Spencer and I met and now we are married with baby there you go and that's how one of my best mom friends and I met
1: there you go you just gotta say hi sometimes and you can just click yeah and so and now I know her she, I have some of her pieces it's just fantastic hoo-ha I think I have mentioned them before yeah. ski apparel so yeah, highly recommend seeing doing that. So that's something that I try to emulate. Though I haven't decided exactly what I want to like pinpoint. Like I know she's really like fashion is like something she's passionate about and modeling. I feel like this podcast is really what I've honed in on. Yeah,
0: but I think that's totally normal to not even know what you really want to do. Yeah, I don't even I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Mm-hmm. So I think it's totally normal to be like. What do I want to do? And I think it's good to just cast a wide net until you kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, I hate to, you know, be that person, but I have to go home soon.
1: Yeah, me too. So, I mean, I, I do too. So, um, I mean, thank you to everyone who wrote in. I'm sorry to cut short. Uh, we we gossiped too, too long in the beginning. But let's do baboos really quick. Yes. And if anyone else has any ideas of any hobbies that they've done, please write in. Please DM us. I would love to share. That's one of the reasons this week I posed it as a question of what have you done because I love getting inspiration from mm-hmm. others. One other thing my friend Maria did signed up for voice lessons and she does like recitals and everything cuz that's one of her passions. So, just whatever you're interested yes. in. And then just that's research it. That's the fun thing forward. about like being an adult and like making more money. Yeah. You get to follow your passions. Yeah, absolutely. So, let's do baboos. Kate So,
0: my Babu was meditating. I have not been great. I did do... I had acupuncture last week, and I did meditate while I had acupuncture, and I fell asleep. But I did try.
1: And I also
0: did compliment someone on the street. Oh, wow. Double Babu. So. Amazing. I'm going to just, you know, keep trying because it's... You know, we're so early in
1: this week, so I'm going to keep up with my meditation for... Wow, fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, and I want to, like, update on, like, what you think about, like, your mental state yeah. next week. So, um, my Babu, I can't even remember what it was last week. What was it? Was it Positive Thoughts? No, that that was, was the week before. I just have had such a whirlwind. <laughs> up. I clearly didn't do it. So, whatever it is, I okay, clearly Okay, well, didn't what do, do you do want it. your Babu to be this week? So, I think I want my Babu this week to be... Hmm, well, I started the 75 soft with the same more aforementioned, and... So some of the things that we're doing is drinking two 40-ounce jugs of water a day, um, reading for 10 minutes a day, journaling five minutes a day, and uh, only drinking once a week. And I think that maybe should I just make my baboo to do all of those things? Actually, you know what I need to do, really? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do all those things, but... No spend week. Oh. (laughs) A no spend week, unless it's something like, Mm. I know separate club is coming. Obviously essentials, like I think I need laundry detergent right now, but nothing, not going to spend on anything else except essentials and that separate club. Okay. That's a good one. That's That's a challenge for me. Anyway, tough. Thank you guys so much for listening in. We hope you found this interesting and helpful, Um, but we will catch you next week. And, We need to do also big wins this month. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Love that segment. All right. Monday reset. Let's Let's go. go.